It is Sunday, February 12th, 2012. This is U62 The Targ. Let's get it started in here. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, it's the Canadian connection to Doctor Who. We reminisce about heritage moments and we comprehend the All-Star Game. It's episode 5.12, the third kind of heat. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 Natar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Kappas here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. Ah, still chilling out on a lazy Sunday. I got my Blu-rays of Doctor Who Series 6, and I'm catching up on Doctor Who. Oh, man, Doctor Who is so awesome. And rewatching uh, Series 6 on Blu-ray, it's striking me a lot um, the same way that Arrested Development did when they hit, did their whole storyline with Charlize Theron playing a developmentally challenged woman who thought she was six years old. And that is... A lot of stuff that I thought was just random bullshit the first time through, it's turning out it's actually very subtle setups for stuff that doesn't pay off like seven or eight episodes down the line. It's really, really awesome. So, you know, watching Doctor Who on TV, of course, I take to the internets and I start doing the research and the reading up, and I have found something very, very awesome. Did you know Doctor Who was created by a Canadian. Yes, he was. Sidney Newman was his name. Uh, he worked at the CBC in the 1950s, where some of his uh, proud achievements include some of the very first television broadcasts of Hockey Night in Canada and even the first televised CFL game. Then he was wooed away by some TV networks in England, where he eventually found himself at the BBC, and he was tasked with coming up with a new family program for Saturday nights. So he had this one idea, and while many, many, many talented writers helped him develop his premise, Sidney Newman is generally created with coming up with the core concept of a mysterious traveler known simply as the Doctor and his time machine that's bigger on the inside. So yeah, Doctor Who created by a Canadian, that is so awesome. You know, if uh, Doctor Who were as big back in the 90s as it is now, they probably would have done a heritage moment about that. I'm pretty sure. But, oh, uh, yeah, Doctor Who and the Canadian Connection, it's neat. Like, uh, did you know that uh, when this Doctor Who revival started, CBC was actually a co-producer of the series? Read the fine print on Series 2 and Series 3, and even on Torchwood uh, Series 1. You will see there in the end credits the CBC logo, along with co-produced by CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. We helped get the Doctor Who revival off the ground. You know, a friend of mine was saying, we were talking about fandom and stuff, and he was all like, oh yeah, Mark, you're a true Doctor Who fan, because you've been a Doctor Who fan from the beginning. Well... 
I haven't been a Doctor Who fan from the beginning, right? You know, the show was created in uh, 1963, you know, 14 years before I was born. Tough to be a fan from the beginning. You know, I've enjoyed it since the survival began in 2005. For my generation, though, to consider yourself a fan from the beginning, that would probably have to be about 1991 or so when YTV picked it up in reruns and started showing it from the early 60s every weekday at 5 right before Ninja Turtles. So yeah, for my generation, that would probably be being a true fan of Doctor Who. I didn't watch Doctor Who back then, you know. I wanted that I wanted that crazy British show to be done with because I wanted to watch Ninja Turtles. Ah, uh, but yeah, Doctor Who. So awesome. I should play some music for you, shouldn't I? Here is a rendition of Beauty and the Beast here on the Targ. Tale as old as time True as it can be Barely even friends Then somebody bends Unexpectedly Just a little change Small to say the least But a little scared Neither one prepared Beauty and the Just the same Ever a surprise Ever as before Ever just as sure As the sun will
Diamond Rio, Beauty and the Beast here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, uh, Mark Kappas here. Yeah, kind of weird that I broke that out, right? You know, I was just goofing around on the internet, and uh, once again, I found out um, information about this album called The Best of Country Sing the Best of Disney, an album I picked up way back in the 1990s during my country music phase and my Disney phase. So it was nice that, you know, those two obsessions overlapped so nicely in the form of that album. So yeah, I feel nostalgic for the 90s and all that, and I dug that out. And, you know, going back to earlier in the show, we were talking about um, stuff in the 90s and being nostalgic, you know, those wonderful things known as heritage moments. Man, oh man, it's amazing the cult following they got, right? You even go looking around for them online and they're like, oh yeah, why don't they take those heritage moments and they digitally remaster them and put them on DVD or something like that? Again, screwing around online, I discovered that yes, they are available on DVD, but only for like school libraries and stuff like that, not for public consumption. So yeah, for those who remember the 90s and the halcyon days of the heritage moments, we should get those digitally remastered on Blu-ray and, you know, released to the general populace. But one thing I insist upon, though, if they do actually go about doing that, they have to include as bonus features some of the amazing spoof heritage moments. You know, uh, again, the 1990s, that was the pinnacle of this hour has 22 minutes. And I remember back in the day, 22 minutes had some amazing spoofs of heritage moments. Like, I'll never forget one in 1998 after Team Canada lost the bronze at the Nagano Olympics. And uh, that was a hilarious one. Oh, well, of course our boys lost, you know, for this and this and this reason. The Olympics before that one, 1996. Oh, well, of course the boys lost, you know, it went down to a shootout. That's no way to decide the gold. Then it goes all the way back to 1972. Well, of course our boys lost to the Soviets, you know, they're practically professional players, those Russians. And then along comes the caption, making excuses for our Olympic team, a proud part of our Canadian heritage. Or there was another one about the creation of the Canadian cocktail, a.k.a. rye and ginger. You know, just rye mixed with the ginger ale. I'll never forget that one. Again, the whole joke, New Year's Eve party. It's probably on one of their New Year's Eve specials. Hey, there's nothing left in the liquor cabinet but rye and ginger ale. Well, mix them together. See what that tastes like. So awesome. But of course, when it comes to the spoof heritage moments on this hour is 22 minutes, the best one still has to be the heritage moment about the creation of heritage moments. So self-referential. Oh, if only Canadians would take a moment to remember their history. A moment for their heritage. Oh, fantastic. So come on, whoever's in charge of the heritage moments, get on that. I want that Blu-ray. You're listening to Mark Kappas. Go do disgusting things to that boy. On U62. The Targ. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Good day and welcome to our single. I'm Bob McKenzie and this is my brother Doug. How's it going, eh? Beauty, eh? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Okay, okay everyone. This record was my idea. Get out! It was. You're lying. He hose hit here just sort of rid on my coattails. Why are you doing this? It was our idea together, eh? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. We agreed to, to say that, but oh, take off.
decent singing, eh? Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Okay, so good day. Our topic today is music. That's right, like, because my brother and I are now experts in the field, yeah, eh? Yeah, right, because we're a band now. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, so. except for him, I'm a band. Oh, how can you do that? You're making me look bad. You're such a hose head. Yeah, well, take off! Take off! It's a drum solo. Okay, everyone, like, this is me on the drums, oh, eh? Oh, get out. It is not your It line. is so. Stop I learn. Lying, will you? Take off, eh? Oh, Take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off. Beauty, eh? Like magic, eh? Yeah. It's coming in. Well, that's like... It's like it was sung by angels. with you, Hoser. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'll do a solo album. Fine, and you'll be looking for me yeah, like I on another not. label. Oh, now everybody's gone. Good so, day. Good day. Bob and Doug McKenzie featuring Getty Lee with Take Off here on U62 The Targ. Good evening, Mark Cap is still here with you. Had to play that because I saw on the news the other day that a couple of weeks ago, back in 1982, it ended a one-month reign on top of the charts. How cool is that? Apparently, it was a bigger hit than anything Getty Lee ever had with Rush. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, kind of figuring out how to bring this to an end. You know, as I said in my podcast a couple of weeks ago, you know, you should sit down and strike when the iron is hot, when you're inspired. Well, I was inspired to do those first two breaks, but I have no inspiration for this third one. I just can't bring the third kind of heat to this show. Have no idea what kind of note to go out on. Again, with the inspiration and just sitting down to record this, I am recording this one well in advance. Uh, how far in advance am I uh, recording this? Well, I just finished watching the NHL All-Star Game on TV, and now the NFL Pro Bowl is on. So that will be, oh, two weeks in the future from when I'm recording this. That is, I recorded it two weeks ago. But no, it's kind of neat, though, seeing those two all-star games on TV because I constantly hear uh, my sports buddies complaining, you know, about all-star games. How do you make the all-star game matter? It's apparently a problem that all of the major league sports have. Pretty much the only all-star game that matters is the baseball all-star game because the winner gets home field advantage in the World Series. You know, that's how they make uh, the baseball all-star game matter. But the NFL, you know, they have it at the end of the season. No one cares. Uh, the NHL, no one really cares what goes on. You know, it just doesn't matter. It's just a big show, a big break in the middle of the season. So how do we make something like the all-star game matter? 
I really have no idea how you could do such a thing, how you could pull it off. Because, you know, I'm not a sports guy. You know, I did like one commentator last year. Uh, his idea to make the NHL All-Star Game matter, you make the All-Star Game the trade deadline. Because then that way it might be the last time ever certain teammates are playing with each other. So yeah, there's an interesting thought. But man, all I'm saying is you, you want me to care about the All-Star game? Bring it back to Edmonton. You know, looking around online, I don't think Edmonton's hosted the NHL All-Star game since the late 80s. So it would be awesome for it to come back to Edmonton. Maybe if they ever get that new arena built. But that's a whole other kettle of fish. Well, you know what? I'm about all rambled out here, so the inspiration, she has now passed, so I will bring this to an end. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Well, that was pointless. Yeah.